We're back. Good to have you. Glad we're back. Glad you're back. Glad we are so all survived. Great white death. Now comes the wind and the cold for a day, and then we get into the weekend. I think the weekend's supposed to be pretty nice. They're actually calling for like rain in many of our areas uh, early next week. So it's gonna. We're on the roller coaster as we creep in towards March. Oh, you know, and. and this is the one thing that I always look to when it comes to March. Not only is it, you know, uh, the beginning of free agency in the NFL and all that kind of stuff, but I also think February is usually the worst month of all. The end of January into February through February is usually the worst of winter. And now we start to turn the corner. It's staying lighter past 530. Um, is it, ben, is it March or April when the clock spring forward? I think it's March, and I only know March? that because that's when the Florida swing and golf really gets going. And the first couple events, the tee times are weird because they have to fit it in, so they send them out so early. Then it gets normalized okay. early in the Florida swing, which just started. So I think it's March. Okay. Okay. I, I think it's March, too. My grandmother used to always say, we march forward. Um, But I, I wasn't. I wasn't 100% sure. So I, anyway, uh, that being said. Um, but, you know, then we start getting longer days. Maybe it gets a little bit warmer, you know. And once you get through March, like coming up this weekend, you got Brewers baseball. Brewers have their first uh, spring training game. You start to think about it, you know. You're driving past Miller Park. If you make your way into Milwaukee, you can see the lights on in the stadium. And you know what they're doing. they got the growing lights on. So they're bringing that, you know, bringing that grass back to life from dormancy. You know, from the winter of dormancy, they're bringing it back to life. They're getting the stadium ready. They start cleaning everything all over again, blowing the dust off, wiping down the seats. And you think to yourself, okay, we're we're not we're not far away. You know, granted, it still doesn't get real warm in the state of Wisconsin until at least the second week uh, of June. We all know that. Uh, I have been to IndyCar races in the second week of June that have been rather cold, uh, and and usually the super bikes, which take place um, the end of May, beginning of June, like the first week of June. <laughs> you get into Superbike Week, and it's always a great week because you, you love to go see them run uh, if you're into the motorcycle racing. And, you know, God, it's like every one of those weekends, it's always got rain and crap weather. And one day will be perfect, the next day will just suck. So you know you still got back and forth, but at least we've got some time. At least we've got some weather that we can get out of the house, and the snow's going to be gone. You start, you know, dusting up the outside, cleaning off the patio furniture, you know, like here, you know, it, it just it it just makes you feel frigid right now to 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 look at the the tiki bar, and uh, when you look out the window here, as I'm showing you now, uh, and you look and you're like, oh, that sucks. And I got that patio set that has been lasted forever from Master Z's. I love that thing. Um, but you know, it's time to get a new patio table umbrella because that thing's starting to to rip. It's been like eight years and. You start cleaning stuff up, and you're like, okay, I'm kind of getting back to normalcy. So once you get through February, it's like, here we go. I'm good with that. Uh, meanwhile, Rick says, just cleaned up a boatload of snow in the Marshfield area. Quality heated gloves are worth buying. Uh, <laughs> I hate to think of that. Uh, okay, that being said, he uh, he went on Sirius XM Radio, home of one Mike Clemens, and Alan Lazard talked about you know the free agent process and the Packers so I'm looking through all the criteria of you know the workers um, who's working upstairs the relationship between the players that they have um, you know it's, it's this next place I would like it to be somewhere I could see myself living for a, 
an extended period of time. So I would want to be heavily involved in the community and to be um, engaged with the organization as much as possible. So all things are being in consideration. Some places will have an advantage over others as far as whether the coaches or other players there or maybe it's the climate and the, and the weather and everything. So um, I'm just excited to, to see what all of my possibility options will be. You know, you talked about enjoying your experience in Green Bay, and they're the one team that can prevent you from actually hitting the open market. Have you had any conversations with them? Yeah, my, my agent, I believe, has started to talk to them a little bit um, in, in recent weeks or anything, but they haven't said anything as far as preventing me from going to the open market. You got any sense what Aaron's going to do next year? I have just as good of a guess as you guys <laughs> as far as what, as what Aaron wants to do and what he's thinking. I think that's just kind of like the main thing that I've really kind of seen with him the past few years. Obviously, it's been a, a topic every offseason, but he truly doesn't know. And so, like, there's no way that you can really force something, a decision like this, out of him um, before the time's ready, you know? And I think he does a great job of kind of communicating that with his people and, and everyone I think around him understands that. It's just, it'll be time and there's, there's no rush for it. So there you go. Alan Lazard on Sirius XM radio. I'll tell you this. It certainly sounds like he's gone, right? I, I thought he said that pretty emphatically at the end of the season uh, during all of the, you know, end of season, you know, availability talking with the media at his locker, I, I certainly thought that he sounded like he was gone, and he does there as well, but apparently there is some sort of interest. Uh, I agree with Andy Herman of the Packet A podcast where they could sign him to a deal or they could say, you know, hey, go find your deal. We'll see if we want to match it. And because of the lack of high-end talent in the free agent market that, he just finds a, you know, a Marquez Valdez Scantling type of deal where the Packers are going to be like, good for you. We'll talk to you later, you know. So it, it certainly sounds like he's not going to be a part of the Green Bay Packers come next season. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, 877-867-1670. And, and you know what? Maybe he just doesn't want to be here. Maybe he just doesn't want to be here. And that's very possible as well. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. David says he's just tired of being open and not being thrown to. I, that's a very good possibility, maybe. You know? <laughs> just He has had some moments where he's running wide open down the middle of the field, and uh, the quarterback has chose to lock on others, and uh, thus we've watched games fall harmlessly to the turf. So I understand that, but he's going to go where the money is. You know, he's talking about being involved in the community and making an impact and being charitable and, and such. And certainly uh, you're out there doing the, uh, the I'm the poster child for what is good about the sport and why I should be involved in a team somewhere. So, but it certainly sounds to me like he's, like he's gone. Just my opinion. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Sixteen seventy. If you want to hit us up, feel free. Again, 877-867-1670. Um, this one is from Jason. Uh, no, this is, yeah, this is Jason. Jason says, uh, hey, guys, um, I really don't want Lazard back. Is there anything that he does? Great. I'd rather save some of that money and find ourselves another guy, somebody we can maybe trade for who would be an impact player and then we could afford 
Well, first of all, Alan Lazard's not making a ton of money, so it's not like if you don't bring him back, you've suddenly opened the team up to $20 million. He's making maybe a couple, and that's it. You know, There's not much more there. So I, I don't think I'm... I don't think I'm I'm going in that direction. Um but I I I still believe I still believe Alan Lazard would have a place on this team. I just what what I got what I found so frustrating was what I found so frustrating was the fact that he was being touted by the quarterback as being this really good receiver. Is oh he's he's this how did he you know go through these other teams and and you know oh my god we're so lucky to have him and he'll pick up the slack after Devontae's gone I'm like no. You know I. I he was never that guy. He was never a high-end guy. Um, and this is from David who says, uh, does the only way Aaron Rodgers come back is if they bring back all of his guys? No, because even Rodgers said when all of that was stated on the Pat McAfee show, when he said, hey, he'd like to retire with Robert Tanya and Mercedes Lewis and Randall Cobb and this and that, and he went through that list. That's not that. That's kind of his wish list of guys that he would be able to keep around. But even he said the next week that I'm not jumping up on a table with a demand that these guys come back. He was basically just waxing nostalgic, saying, "I love these guys. I love playing with these guys. I love hanging out with these guys. These guys are good locker room guys. There's something to be said for the qualities they bring to the table." But even Rogers backed off of that by saying, "I'm not. This is not my jump on a table." and yell to the mountaintops that these guys I have to have back, you know? Uh, Thomas says, you mean like the same thing when he was talking about Kumaro? Exactly. Exactly. Now, the Kumaro thing was a little bit embarrassing. Um, the Kumaro thing was Rodgers had just gotten done. This is where Rodgers had felt there was a disconnect with the front office. He had just gotten done praising Jay Kumaro about what he's done and how he's come on and how he's this key piece of the offense and kind of built him up. And then it was like, really, Aaron? Okay, well, they just cut him. And he was and he looked at he was kind of embarrassed. That's when he was like, hey, look, if you're, if you're going to cut somebody, at least let me know. But then again, it's a double-edged sword because if he's in that, if Aaron's a guy that's having personnel decisions of any type in that, in that locker room, you know, talking to the general manager about who he likes and he doesn't like. And if you've got to, not only is it, do you got to please your coaches, but now you got to please 12. Because remember for a while there, when Mike McCarthy was the head coach towards the end, the rookies were being looked at by 12 to do one thing and McCarthy and the offense to do another. So McCarthy could turn around and say, this guy doesn't even want to listen to me and they could get rid of him. Or if he doesn't please Rogers, Rogers could say, I'm not going to throw the ball to this guy. I can't trust him. And he's gone. So it, it, it's it's not the best of situations to have. Your quarterback can give you knowledge in the sense of, yeah, this guy's pretty good. Let me tell you what his attributes are. Or this guy just doesn't he, – he doesn't turn on the ball well. Uh, I've thrown him numerous – he doesn't get it, you know, that type of thing. Okay, that I understand. But to say, no, I don't want this guy around. I'm not going to work with this guy. And then suddenly that that's a decision being made by the front office to cut a guy 
or by the coaches to sit a guy because the, the quarterback doesn't want to work with. I don't necessarily agree with that either. Tom says, hey, Bill, from Minneapolis in the airport, headed to Phoenix. Nice. Nice. Uh, David says the Packers are in the midst of a rebuild, and 12 said he didn't want to be a part of a rebuild. Um, I, They're not in a rebuild. What are they rebuilding? Their offensive line is stable. Their defensive front just needs another piece. Their linebacking core now has some depth to it. They could use probably another for Rashawn Gary, but uh, their secondary should be good. What are they What are they rebuilding? There's no rebuild here. Thomas says, yep, you have to kiss his ass to see the ball. Well, I think that there's, you know, uh, I, I, I'm not going to say kiss his ass. That's probably too strong of a term, Thomas. That's, that's, you, yeah, he, you need to say, you need to do everything you can to get on the same page with him, but, and I said this last year and I'll say it again this year, Aaron Rodgers cannot sit out and, and have everybody else, else coach the guys up and then walk in when you're experienced enough to be worthy of his knowledge to then come in and say, well, you're not on the same page with me. When you're not even there, that that's 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 pretty poor, and he wants to poo-poo that for everybody that says, "Well, if you were here in the off season, he goes, ah, no, 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 that's no, yeah, yeah, because you can't say you just had a quarterback that in the off season got new new players, lost his best wide receiver, and said, "No, I'm coming in early." I'm getting these guys together. We're going to get on the same page. He's taking them out to dinner. He's doing things with them away from the field. He's talking with them. He's understanding them trying to get everybody to become this 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 cohesive unit. And then, oh, by the way, by the time they got to the field, they were all over it together. They had that chemistry. They had that camaraderie. And they went on to win a Super Bowl. And they, they had Kelsey. Beyond that, they didn't have a whole bunch of unbelievably dynamic pass catchers. He just spread the ball around and trusted the guys that he had. And Patrick Mahomes won a championship. You can't look, look the camera anymore and the fan in the eye and go, no, nah, we'll have Cobby coach him up. You can't do it. It's it's a it, that's that's a poor way out of it. I think right now, if you want to call it, it's not a rebuild. I think it's adding some pieces uh, to accentuate what you have. And I don't think this team is as far away as everybody thinks. Nor do I think that they're this you know front runner for a Super Bowl. But I certainly think they're a piece or two away from getting back to the postseason and some better play. Some better play, quite honestly. Agree or disagree? 877-867-1670. Hit us up. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Got a great uh, email from... uh, from a buddy of mine, Derek, who uh, lives out uh, near La Crosse in West Salem, actually, he said, uh, hey, Bill, went over to Buzzer Billy's the other night for the Mardi Gras party. Fantastic food. Uh, my wife and I went upstairs. He said, you are 100% correct regarding the Snickers Martini. Uh, I have been to Buzzer Billy many times, never been to the Starlight Lounge. A lot of fun. Uh, the manager was really gracious to us. We dropped your name. He said, yes, I know Bill. I met Bill and his girlfriend, Kristen. Good people. So uh, he said, thanks again for the suggestion. 
Uh, just every now and then you don't think about it, and it's in your own backyard. We had a chance to be downtown lacrosse, so we thought, what the hell, let's go. It was worth the money. There you go. Great. Derek, thank you so much. Uh, and Derek is a buddy of mine. He uh, actually uh, is a writer out there. I see him every now and then over at uh, Lacrosse Harley-Davidson. So he's he's a good dude. But uh, Derek, good, man, good good for you. Buzzer Billy's a great place. Love that place. Just talk, As a matter of fact, just talked to Heather out there, the general manager, uh, a couple of days ago. I was talking to her. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You want to find us, uh, go ahead. Um David says, look at the average age of the quarterbacks in the playoffs this year. Okay. Look at them a couple of years ago. At the age of 44, Tom Brady won the Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, you know, a lot of the older guys uh, have retired or they were hurt. A guy like Matthew Stafford was banged up, Derek Carr was released. Aaron Rodgers, I mean, two years ago, Aaron Rodgers was in the postseason. Had the best record in football, by the way, going into the postseason. Matthew Stafford won the Super Bowl. So what does that mean? I think we want to just look at it to justify our desire to do something. You know, but... That, that age barrier, once Brady was winning Super Bowls, Manning won a Super Bowl, Favre over the age of 40 was taking the Vikings to an NFC Championship game, Rodgers creeping in on 40 uh, the year before, had the best record in football and had home field advantage. Uh, it, you act like if you get to over the age of 30, you're you're dead and like it's going back to that, and it's not. It's not. As a matter of fact, teams are committing more money and more years than ever to quarterbacks, to aging quarterbacks. I get it. This year was an anomaly. I understand that. But I'm not just throwing them out. Because if that's your philosophy, then at the age of 33, you've gotten rid of Tom Brady. Right? 34? 36? What's the cutoff? I think the cutoff is when the talent isn't there anymore. And Michael says, well, yeah, well, look what happened to Brady. Michael, he's 45. Michael, he's 45. <laughs> you can't be that dumb. He's 45. Yeah, he had a he had a drop-off. I don't – one of the oldest guys to ever play. I mean, I think Adam Vinatieri went – until uh, he was close to like 47 or something like that. There's been a couple of guys that have hung around till close to 50. But he was 45. That, 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 you can't even win that argument. You, that, you, you actually hit enter. <laughs> you know? You can't do that. I mean, what it does prove, what it, you know, it's not a trend. Here's what, it, here's what the trend is. Okay, David. The trend is short of Patrick Mahomes, which, by the way, Patrick Mahomes won the Super Bowl. But the trend is that you've got these quarterbacks, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, these young guys that are still on rookie deals. So when you can get a whole team to come together at once, 
a whole team to come together at once that's young, they grow together, their talent emerges, you pick up a couple of free agents because you can afford it, and you've got a good young quarterback on a rookie deal or not making you know, more than 10% of your team's total salary cap, you can win a Super Bowl when you've got a talented guy. That's what that, that's what that says. Other than that, that doesn't say anything more than that. It's the same philosophy that's been going on for a long, long time. You know, look at it in reality. I, I um, can Rogers win? Let's okay. Let's do this then. Let's 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 take it the opposite way, David. Um, let's say Rogers comes out of the darkness and says, "I just wasted. I don't know. Let's just say ten thousand. I just wasted $10,000 sitting in a room for three days. A very stark, dark, dank room for three days. And then his realization is, I have too much freaking money. What I don't have is another Super Bowl. So he throws complete caution to the wind and says, you know what? I'm gonna, I want out of my contract. Tear it up. I'll, I'll sign off on it. Tear it up. This year, I want to play for $5 bucks. What? <laughs> what? That's it, five million bucks. I'm giving back twenty-five million dollars. Suddenly, you go from a deficit of uh, under the cap or over the cap by eight million to now you're what thirteen, fifteen, eighteen million over or under the cap. You've got money, and you're going to redo some contracts. Suddenly, you go from a team that has, you know, maybe a total of ten million to spend to now you've got thirty million to spend, and you can go out and get anybody. So Rodgers, at the age of 40, plays on a team that picks up. They make a trade for DeAndre Hopkins. They have Christian Watson. They got Romeo Dubs. They've got – they bring back – they sign Juju. They got Juju, DeAndre, Christian Watson, this and that. Plus they draft Mayer in the first round. They've got two good tight ends and him and Tanyan. Their offensive line is solidified. They pick up another draft choice that gives them a little depth. Oh, by the way, we still have some money to spend. Let's go get an edge rusher. Help out Rashawn Gary. We'll work him in a rotation. Or a big off or a big defensive lineman. Okay. Suddenly your defensive front. We'll bring in Indomitian Sue for one year. Linval Joseph for one year. We, those guys are back out on the free agent market. Let's bring him in for one year. Somebody just nasty. Somebody we hate. But we love to hate, because we we'd love it if they were on our team and stomping on other people. Let's let's go let's go get some ankle biters, right? Let's go get that rolling down the hill ball of knives, right? Let's go get that guy. Is Aaron Rodgers now too old to win? Think about that. No. Because then you would be, first of all, your green and gold Zubas would be fitting tight, and and it would be the tent that Ben looks as if he's going to camp in because you'd be just giddy out of your mind. I camp in good tents. You know, I mean, if that happens, then no, age doesn't matter. If he's making five million bucks and he's giving it back and he wants legacy and says, let's go kick some ass, age doesn't matter. You'd be out of your mind. We'd be like, we'd be hiring bands to play outside of Lambeau Field from today until the opening of the season. We'd be running around throughout the state wearing just, you know, green and gold Zubas and cheeseheads that go out of be running out of every type of facility everywhere who sells them and 
anything green and gold we'd be buying up and those green bay flags would be flying out of car windows and because you know you're on your way to a super bowl why yeah because we got one of the best quarterbacks in the league who's committed to coming back team has money to spend goody's gonna have a good draft we're all in right i mean i know it's 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 crap but but so my point to that story is that you say well is it is it is a coincidence that they're all young? No. But if I if you play by the scenario I just gave you, age has not a damn thing to do with it. It's all about the money. You find a good quality guy, and then how much are you spending on that good quality guy? You find that one guy that can lead your team, that can help your team, and can you get him on the cheap for a while so you can build a team around him? It's like you look at now Brady you throw out because Brady never really took a ton of money and him and Belichick just set the bar too high. They just, they just went crazy. But for the most part, you look at every quarterback that's gotten paid. You never saw him in or winning a Super Bowl again. Patrick Mahomes is the first one to do it in the modern Super Bowl era. Give him credit. Him and Andy Reid, they figured it out. Give him credit. I 100%. He's kind of the new the new standard now. But even Patrick Mahomes, you look at the upcoming seasons, if they don't do something with that salary, he's going to be well over 20% of his team's total salary cap. And more guys are going to go. And that's what it is. He'll still be viable. He'll still get to the postseason. But they're always going to be a piece or two, an injury or two away from actually making it because the weakest link is your strength. That's it. 877-867-1670. Think about that. 877-867-1670. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. This weekend, I'll tell you what you should be doing. If you are going to do anything, uh, head downtown to Waukesha, or 323 West Main Street, the nice ash. Now, it's not for a fish fry. They're not serving food. But if you're just going to go relax this weekend, you know, we've been through a lot. We've been cooped up. We had the, the end, of, end of the world came. Ice, snow, wind, rain, crap, all that. Yeah, go relax. Have yourself a nice cigar, maybe a whiskey, bourbon, beer, hookah. Listen to music, catch some sports, whatever. Whatever. Nice Ash. TheNiceAsh.com. As they say, get your ash in here. Go to TheNiceAsh.com. That's TheNiceAsh.com. Um, 877-867-1670. Uh, Greg says, Bill, you certainly hit the nail on the head. The Packers could indeed go to another Super Bowl if Rodgers accounted for much less of the team's total cap hit. Absolute greed, selfishness on Rodgers' part has stopped this team from winning another Super Bowl. Brady's legacy will always be winning. And uh, he goes on from there. And you know what? Remember, he said Brady's legacy will always be winning. Rodgers will always be about the MVPs and how much money he made. Um, Remember when Rodgers was talking about uh, Tom Brady and he said, you know, he said, boy, Tom's all football. Talking to Tom, man, Tom's all football all the time. 
Tom's all, you know, and I, I've got other interests. Well, that's great. And everybody should. It's whatever relaxes you or puts you in a good headspace. Tom Brady just happened to be in a good headspace when talking about football. Football, 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 football. You know? So, and Brady was also a guy that while on the field screaming and yelling at his guys off the field, never finger pointed and never even came to that line, so to speak, as far as I can remember. Now, maybe he did. I didn't cover him every day, but um, Brady, you know, took a lot of it on himself. You know, we got to get better. I got to do this. I got to do that. You know, he always started with I. Rodgers did this year. Rodgers took more accountability this year than he ever has in my opinion, and than he ever has in the past. Way more accountability this year. Way more. Big time. 877-867-1670. If you got something to say, bring it. We'd love to hear from you. Again, 877-867-1670. Hey, uh, don't forget our friends over at Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Epoxy Flooring Done Right, they are going to be at the uh, the World of Wheels this weekend. So if you are looking to do your garage, make it cool, make it badass, or your gym, like I did with my basement and the gym that I have here in the house, yeah, make it badass. Go with the epoxy flooring, and he's based right here in the state of Wisconsin. Get a hold of our buddy Sean, 262-443-2852, 262-443-2852. Make sure you see Sean at the World of Wheels this weekend uh, that's taking place down in uh, down in Milwaukee. As uh, the car show, the auto show is going on, but the World of Wheels is happening too. I think the World of Wheels is actually at the Wisconsin State uh, State Fair Park at the Expo Center. But go in and tell them hi. You know, go in and tell them hi. Good stuff over there. Uh, Purple Lilac says uh, there's a right way and a wrong way to get employees and players to get better, and that was not the right way. Talking about uh, Rodgers, how he criticizes young receivers and such, and his coach. Uh, they say you got to keep it in-house. Um, the other argument is, is about, you know, Christian Watson. I, I you know, we're going to get into this all throughout the off season, even more so, but I, and I know I've always said, if you're not getting better, you're getting worse in the NFL. But I really believe that while this teammate, as it sits here today, may not be a Super Bowl team. What I really believe though, is they're not far away from being a really good football team. I really believe that. You know, you've got a good secondary. I think uh, Joe Barry mishandled and mismanaged the defense last year. I really do. I think, philosophically speaking, guys didn't buy in. Uh, some guys went rogue. We know that. Some guys went rogue. And I think once everybody got on the same page and they started talking at the end of the season, things got a lot better defensively speaking. Uh, I think the offense lacked an identity uh, big time. And they need to find it this year. I think part of it was the problem with the thumb, but I also think part of it is the offensive line was a mess. It starts up front. It was will he or will he not play, and then how much of a pitch count is Bakhtiari on, Elton Jenkins coming back from the ACL. The right tackle position was never solidified. Uh, Yash Nyman was playing back and forth. Uh, it wasn't until Zach Tom really got there the last few games that it got you know kind of stabilized, but it still wasn't solidified, so to speak. So I, I think the line will be better. The run game, we know what it is. You know, Robert Tanyan had an off year and did not look as good coming back from the ACL. This is going to be a year in which he's had the whole off season now to recuperate from the recuperation. I think just by just through that, it'll get better. 
I think the the biggest question marks to me are still safety, finding another tight end, getting another wide receiver, drafting another wide receiver or two. And I think it would just be, to me, as much this year of coaching. Uh, You talk about Quay Walker, Devontae Wyatt, Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson, Samari Torre, all taking that next step, right? And then after that, it's coaching. I think Matt LaFleur lost, lost it perceptually. Now, whether I know that for a fact behind closed doors, I don't. But to me, he looks soft. He made some bad decisions, some bad play calling, and he looked as a, like a softer coach, like he was taking it. And Joe Barry, philosophically speaking, for two-thirds of the season, just had his head in his rear end. I don't know how else to put it. And then finally it started to come together at the end, and then the one loss they absolutely positively needed to have turned out to be their detriment. Had they won a couple more of those games with a little bit better coaching and a little bit better play and a little more cohesiveness early on in the season, you're looking at a team that goes to the postseason versus sitting at home. So I think there's more to this that's there than isn't. They just need some pieces to take them over the top. That's that's kind of where I'm at. I know some of you think I'm an idiot and, and a nut, but that's that's where I'm at. Um, now, I... <laughs> I depending on what happens with the quarterback, I could always adjust my my expectations for the upcoming season. But that's as of right now. If Rodgers comes back and he's fully committed, then I'm I'm thinking this this team. Let's start with ten, eleven wins and go from there and find themselves in the postseason. Just my take. Uh, when we come back, it's that time. It's that time. Ben Kenny stars in the segment called "What Did We Miss." Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. towards uh, Pembine, Wisconsin, and the Four Seasons Island Resort. And uh, if you, by chance, are looking for a place to go for the weekend, uh, we will see you up there. We're looking forward to it. God, uh, it's not only is it, uh, I'm going to say, needed vacation-wise, so to speak, a little weekend getaway, but, uh, well, it's our anniversary, too. That's the other thing, which is always nice. So, But uh, in addition to that, they have Mardi Gras going on this weekend, which is really cool. So if you're uh, looking for something to do, a place to go, Check out our friends at uh, Four Seasons Island Resort. Get a hold of our girl Barb up there, B-A-R-B. Get a hold of Barb. Call Barb. Say, Barb, we need a room. 715-938-5110. 715-938-5110. Before we get to what did we miss, uh, a guy named Michael. I don't want to go much deeper into it. We were talking about the, the motels a little bit earlier, a motel with a certain number uh, that you uh, could actually name it. Uh, he's, <laughs> he stayed... Uh, he was going to shoot some uh, shoot some games, um, um, uh, working on the chain gang and, and videotaping and such, uh, you know, high school football games in the area. Oh, record games. Uh, yeah, to shoot record games. Game in well, shoot hunting. games. They call it. They call it. No, no. They shoot yes. games as far as like videographers. 
And he said uh, he was talking to some of the He said it was a little bit of a weird place, you know, this hotel, this motel that he stayed in, because we were talking about that earlier. Motel 6? He said, you know, there you, ben throws it out there. A little bit of a weird place. And he said uh, he gets to the game the next day and uh, was talking to some of the guys that were around him. He said, yeah, you know, one of the guys is a police officer. He says, yeah, whenever we have an issue, the parole officer always says, go to the, go to the motel and, and you'll find him. <laughs> he said that's where they all just kind of hang out and hide out. So... He said, enjoy your day. So I just thought I'd throw that out there. I, like I said, I stayed in a Motel 6 a couple of different times, and I've had terrific experiences. As long as it's clean, I got Wi-Fi, TV, and a shower, I'm happy. I, You know, place to lay my head, I'm happy. But there have been some less than stellar incidents that have gone on at those places. So there you go. Ben, Kenny, what did we miss today? Oh, we're loaded today, Bill. Are we loaded? Did you hear that? I needed to start. With the fact that you're off tomorrow. and I am off tomorrow. You ben Kenny is going to be the man. It. So it's myself uh, and Grant Bills. But most importantly, Aaron Rodgers is obviously going to come out and announce his intentions for the future on the one day you've missed in the last couple months. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking about that. I'm thinking about that. Um, that tomorrow will be the day he announces. And you'll be waking me up going, Bill, hey. What do you think? And then I'm going to be uh, doing uh, the show, you know, via via phone and some kind of, uh, you know, Facebook Live or something like that while I'm sitting poolside. At a Motel indoors 6? up there. And not at a Motel 6. No, at a very nice uh, Four Seasons Island Resort. So, yep. I was going to say, I think so. they have pools at some of those motels, but they're never filled with water. Uh, well, there's a semblance of water. It's just the concrete. I mean, at the Motel 6s, that is. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, there's a semblance of water. But, yes, I am going to be um, I'm going to be basking. They just, as a matter of fact, they just redid their entire pool at Four Seasons. So I'm going to be, going to be ruining that. <laughs> yeah. Goodness. All right. Well, in my world, Billy Horschel, as we speak, leads a depleted field at the Honda Classic. One shot ahead of Pearson Cootie. Who is a? He's on the Corn Ferry Tour, Bill. Big up and coming mm-hmm. rookie. He's stellar. So he got a start this week, and he's one back here on this nice Thursday. Pierce and Cootie. Pearson. Pearson Cootie. Yeah. Thank you very much. Remember the name for those that care. Right. Uh, we actually haven't touched on this story at all. Have Have you seen all the the stuff with Alabama and their basketball program? Yes, I have. So the one of the players tied up in all of that uh, scored 43 last night and had a game winner. Even yeah, the if, if you go, if you go by his attorney, he now I don't know what to believe because he was a guy that originally brought the gun to the guy that killed those people, killed the girl. But he also said it wasn't his gun. He was just bringing it back to the guy that he had. But my argument is from the very beginning, if you're having a gun is not illegal. But if you're doing all of this, while it's not illegal, it's certainly outside of the realm of character. And the fact that basically Alabama said, no, he's done nothing wrong. He can play. Sure. No problem. I, there's something about this that just seems to me. It just seems dirty. Does it not? It seems very dirty. I must say it does not surprise me, given what I know about college athletics, just in general. Right. It's like everyone's surprised that he's playing. It's like, are, are you really surprised? They've 
they've gotten around a for, lot of for things. this. For, for this, I'm a little surprised. Uh, for this, I, I will have to admit, I'm a little surprised. This guy brought the gun to the killer who shot. What was this, his girlfriend or ex girlfriend or something like that? I don't know exactly, but yeah, yeah they, they, he's the guy that brought the gun. There have to and be yet rules they said he did, that he broke. he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, there, there's something there that just doesn't smell right, and I get they're going to let the legal system play out. But to me, if you're involved in any kind of gun violence, whether it's a guy that now, the, you know, there is the excuse of he didn't know the gun was in the car. It was in the trunk of the car, so he drove the car. He didn't know the gun was in the trunk, and that the guy that was the murderer actually then opened the trunk and got the gun. If that's the case and he didn't know, then it's 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 honest. He's just like, holy crap, I didn't know that. I didn't know it was there. I didn't know they stashed it there. No, he then he's just it. riding riding, saw riding dirty and didn't know. But there were text he messages. brought it. Yeah, he brought the gun. He he was the one that went back and forth. And didn't he say something about use slang for something that's in the heater or the chamber or something Correct. like that? Like, yeah. like basically saying, yeah, I brought it and, oh, by the way, it's loaded. Yeah, there has to be a way to suspend it like there's no way right. that does not break rules right Take no away i agree the law, with just other basketball team so i agree that's going on and that story is developing on, on a lighter note the broncos hired vance joseph today as their defensive coordinator returning where he was the head coach for two years mm-hmm. i believe the unfortunate part is bill no rex ryan in denver i wanted to see rex ryan in orange yeah i did too I thought, um, yeah, I did too. Because he would have looked, first of all, like a giant pumpkin with those bright teeth. <laughs> um, yeah, it would have been a really odd look, for, for lack of a better term. And closing, it was announced yesterday, Bill, there's actually a Netflix series, which uh, the golf one came out, and I don't know if you watched it. And I'm clearly a somewhat of a golf sicko. I, I loved it because behind the scenes golf, give me golf anything and I'll watch it. But mm-hmm. I, I, I thought it was horribly done, if I'm being honest. Really? Oh, yeah. See, I, I, now I told you I got rid of Netflix. I, I just was like, I'm done. I the Netflix keeps raising their prices, and I'm about to do the same thing with uh, XM Radio. But uh, I thought, well, I'll wait for your review. And the fact that you say it's horribly done makes me go, yeah, I probably made the right decision. It's not not worth getting Netflix for, in my opinion, because there are so there are massive storylines that could have been followed, and the way that they approached telling the story, let's say, of last year, mm-hmm. it's a documentary right. series. The way they approached it, I, I really disagreed with. Right. I thought they left a lot on the table in terms of that. But there is a series coming out with Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and Marcus Mariota. What do those three have in common? They're all quarterbacks. They're co- they were all quarterbacks, yeah. I was just going to say they were all quarterbacks. So that's coming out. I have to say, were right because there. Marcus Mariota is not anymore. Ah, he, you know, the one thing we didn't we Chip didn't Kelly talk too much higher. about was uh, Christian Yelich dropping off the grid, but he says he's mentally, physically ready and in a better place. Oh, it's spring he's training been in the last Bill. couple of years. Best shape of his life. Season. Best shape of your Added life. Added a pitch. Oh, yeah. he's got more oomph on his fastball. Right. Can't wait. Uh-huh. So it never swung it better. Got more wood in his lumber. I like that. Yeah, there you go. How we looking? Yeah. All right, that'll do it for me. We'll be back on it on Monday. Ben will be here tomorrow. So uh, I will go away. I will work on bettering the live stream, I promise you. And, uh, and that'll do it. That'll do it. So I am heading to the Northwoods. Pembine, Wisconsin, and the UP. Time for us to head out of there. Until then, have a going. Woo! The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. 
Listen, rate, subscribe.